Support for this episode comes from Signature Bank. Hi, this is Gary Head, Chairman and CEO of Signature Bank of Arkansas. Our bank was founded in Northwest Arkansas in 2005, and since then we have grown to over $985 million in assets and 202 teammates to serve you. We have locations in Bentonville, Springdale, Rogers, Fayetteville, Harrison, Jonesboro, Brinkley, and Banco C, our 100% Hispanic location in downtown Rogers. We have talented bankers that love the communities that we serve. Our bankers have authority to do business and are eager to do so. As chairman, I welcome your call at 479-684-3700 or visit online at signature.bank and tell them that you heard about us at I Am Northwest Arkansas. Signature Bank of Arkansas is a member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. We have a great episode in store for you. I've had a chance to connect with a lot of organizations in Northwest Arkansas that are doing great things. So I always love to share my platform with them so that they can tell their story. And so this next guest is no exception to that rule. I'm sitting down with Carol Silva Morales, who is the president and CEO of Upskill NWA. Carol, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Randy. <laughs> Thank you so much for the nice introduction. It's such an honor to be here with you today. No, I, I no the the appreciation. I appreciate this. And and as we were talking, I was getting so excited as you were sharing kind of the vision and just the steps that Upskill NWA has taken to kind of create awareness here in Northwest Arkansas. And I think it's important for people to listen to this episode. So I'm just. I'm going to put some notes out there right away. For anybody that's listening to this, if you have a family member or if you have had a dream to work in the healthcare arena, this is the podcast episode for you. You need to share this both near and far for anybody that has any inclination. If they're in Northwest Arkansas and they want to be involved in healthcare, they want to work in healthcare, they want to figure out a way to maybe get out of a, a program or a job that they're in that isn't edifying for them. This is the opportunity for you. And, and that's one of the reasons why we brought Carol on to the podcast to kind of share that, uh, let alone the fact that they team up with one of our favorite organizations, Accelerate Foundation. Yes. And so it's just great to kind of have you on the podcast to tell your story about Upskill NWA. And you just reminded me that this is a one year anniversary for you. You've mm. been in the role for about a year as right. president and CEO. So congratulations on that. But I would love for you, because we always do this, for you just to share your superhero origin story. Just give us the cliff note version of it. And we're going to jump right into, right after that, into a little bit about Upskill NWA. Thank you, Randy. I'm probably much more comfortable talking about Upskill, but I <laughs> share my story with you. So I, I tell people that I came to 
be the president and CEO of Upskill NWA through a very circuitous route. Uh, <laughs> didn't come up in social services, Randy. In fact, I spent 25 years in Walmart, working oh, for Walmart. The little and, company up the street. Uh, yes. Yeah, that little W, yeah, up the street. <laughs> and I spent 18 years as an operator. So that meant that I had a market out in Northwest Oklahoma. I ran stores in San Diego, California and San Antonio, Texas. And I did seven years at the Walmart home office, working with some amazing teammates and designing all the functional and leadership training for our U.S. workforce. It was really amazing, amazing opportunities. Right. And the whole time, all of these little, I mean, maybe people had put in their time and talent and treasures into Carol Silva Morales, you know, building the skill set and the attributes and the things that I would need to become the yeah. leader of this organization. You know, and I'd say first and foremost, those experiences, being a partner, served to perform, leading the Latinx NA or co-chairing Latinx NA on the community were all pieces and experiences that I've drawn from to build my own team and establish my own culture and to lead upskill NWA. It's really, <laughs> I've got to pinch myself sometimes, Randy, because it, it's surreal and amazing <laughs> and wonderful and all those things. Well, I love you sharing that because I think it's important for people to understand that, I mean, you didn't get here by accident, that everything that you've gone through has kind of been a precursor of things to come. So clearly the skill set, and, and I have friends that work at Walmart and I have friends that work at Sam's Club, and they tell me about a lot of the internal things that they go through on a regular basis to run those businesses and how much it has helped them to grow as individuals on a professional level, but also on a personal level. So I can only imagine 20, 25 plus years in that organization, in that company has prepared you for this moment. Yes. Yeah, absolutely right. And you think about what you're learning, you know, as I reflect on what I learned out there about people, leadership and fiduciary responsibility at a market, it was small by most standards. But when you're managing a business that's $325 million, that's yeah. pretty significant, it right? Is, yeah. In leading 1,700 associates. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's, yeah. it's those experiences that really contribute, I think, to the well-roundedness of leading this organization, yeah. you know, it's been a remarkable journey. I can imagine. So let's talk a little bit about Upskill NWA. Why don't you give for the listeners, the uninitiated, why don't you give the listeners just a quick commercial of what Upskill NWA is all about? Oh, terrific. So Randy, Upskill NWA takes low-income wage earners and gives them access to education and places them within high-wage, high-demand jobs in healthcare. The way this works is, first and foremost, it is a participant that's willing to take a leap of faith and go back to school. So a non-traditional student that's earning less than $20,000 a year and a family that's earning less than $50,000 a year. Those are our eligibility requirements. So when a participant comes into Upskill, they're basically saying, hey, I want to be a registered nurse or I want to be a radiological imaging person. We call them a rad tech, but right, they're x-ray right. technician, sure. MRI technician. They choose one of six programs and we provide them with a career navigator that helps them to navigate a system they have 
maybe never been in or have been out of for a very long period of time. Yeah. So let's think about what we would be capable of doing if we had somebody who was there to mentor us and coach us and support us to remove and overcome obstacles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We've got tons of students right now. We have 100 participants that we started with on January 11th of 2022. Gosh, that's the last year. It's just like a few days (laughs) removed, so it sounds a little strange. (laughs) Time is flying. Right, time is (laughs) flying. We're recruiting for 84 more participants next year. Okay. But we have students who have been through COVID. They have been kicked out of their homes. They are living in apartments or hotels, and, and they still are on the dean's list at school. Yeah, yeah. They graduated. I mean, it's just the human spirit is remarkable. It's truly it an honor to be there, to be the support and to lift them up so they can do the things that they need to do to graduate from school and change their lives. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we hear it all the time about the importance of having people come into the healthcare uh, field. I mean, healthcare is one of the fastest growing industries in our mm-hmm. country. In most countries, it is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. there, you know, we have the graying of America. We have baby boomers that are getting older. I mean, this is the longest sustained period of time that we have had people at such a or a later stage of living. Yeah. And they there's even talk that right now today somebody has been born that's going to live to be 150 years old because of science and technology. Sure. It's crazy yeah. when you think about it. Oh, so yeah. that could be my son. It could be your you could be your son. You, you just never know, but the bottom line is that, you know, healthcare is an important component in our society. Right. And I argue it is infrastructure. Yeah. Right? It is as important as infrastructure. Each of us has, is going to be in a hospital, is going to be in a clinic, is going to need some type of Assisted living facility, long-term care facility. Right, right. And those facilities and those hospitals and those clinics are built on a support system that requires people like our upscale NWA participants to work in it so that it can sustain itself. Sure. It needs these servant-minded, <laughs> gritty, perseverance-minded people in it that are willing to do the job. This is hard. Yeah. I mean, there's compassion, of course, but these are technical things. We talk with surgical technologists that are over at Northwest Technical Institute that are doing really difficult things. I mean, it is a difficult program and a an acclaimed program, and they're soaring through this thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're doing it. They're doing the hard work so that they get in there and they can serve us. And make a difference. And make a difference. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Now, and just for our listeners, I want them to understand that this wasn't something that was just kind of, that came out of thin air. Mm -hmm. I would love for you just to kind of share how Upskill actually came to be before it even got funding here in Northwest Arkansas, because This is a system that has been put into practice for a number of years. Yes, absolutely. And it has been built on research and significant research. So the Northwest Arkansas Council commissioned a report that looked at the healthcare infrastructure within Northwest Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And what it deemed and what it found was we are exporting services to the tune of $950 million a year to other parts of the country, other neighboring states, other regions, because 
we don't have the infrastructure to support those medical specialists that are required to serve our aging population. Yes. Right? Yeah. We're also exporting, I mean, it's the cost, but also the skill set. So people who come here and maybe become registered nurses at one of the other universities, and they go home to practice in Dallas, Texas, or one of the metropolitan areas. So when you look at $950 million is going away, approximately a billion dollars in those costs. Round up. Yeah, round up. We (laughs) have significant reason to invest in the people that are living right here in Northwest Arkansas. So you have this report, you have President Jorgensen from NWAC, past president of NWAC, who went to the NWA council and said, look, my non-traditional students are suffering. Yeah, They're dropping out in a significant rate because their workforce resources, they lack integrated workforce resources. So surely there's a model, a workforce development model somewhere out there that we could learn from and implement here. And so the study was done with the Accelerate Foundation leading it to look at Project Quest in San Antonio, Texas, a workforce development organization that's been in place for 30 years and has had significant wins. And, you know, I invite anybody to take a look at Project Quest website and you see this ticker tape of how many lives they've changed and what the ROI is from the city that invests in them. Yeah, It's truly, truly impressive, Randy. I think the other part is we have established, so once they saw that, then Jeff Webster at the Accelerate Foundation said, okay, Walton (laughs) Family Foundation, we've been working on workforce. You've been working on workforce. Can we come together and put in the seed funding for Upscale NWA? And we'll start this thing and it will be incubated within the Accelerate Foundation. Yeah. And they said yes. And so Upscale NWA was announced in 2021, in July of 2021. In the middle of a pandemic. In the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> and the team was recruited. I mean, we have such amazing human beings yeah. that serve within Upscale NWA. Yeah. Christina Walters. I'm going to say their names because they're That's so fine. Fantastic. Yeah, please, please. Bridget Schultz, who does the intake and placement. We have career navigators in Claudia Mendez, Kinder Patton, and our director of services, who's just the glue that makes all of this work, is Christina Walters. And so it's each of them living out the mission and vision of values that makes the difference in the lives of the participants we've already served. because. Yeah. We've already had 100. We're already recruiting 84 more. I mean, it's wonderful. Yeah. Well, I, and I've seen your team in action. I was emceeing the event for Banco C oh, and, yeah. uh, and, and Rogers. And you guys were there. You had a table there. Yes. And you were very, very vocal about what Upskill NWA was doing. And I mean, that was a great demographic to reach out to, of yes. course. But this is open to anybody. That's right. Anybody that's eligible, that falls into the eligibility factors that you yes. just mentioned. $20,000 a year as an individual, 50000 as a family, you qualify to participate in this program. That's right. That's right. And it's for everybody. Yeah. It clearly is. It's every, I like to tell people, Randy, because I have been asked before, is this program for X people? Is right. this program for only Y, yeah, y people? Yeah, yeah. And I said, look, it's for everybody. Because we there, need everybody to, that wants to serve in the in yes, the healthcare field. That's right, and they they represent the entire spectrum of demographics in Northwest Arkansas. So it's truly a powerful vision. I think of what can be 
accomplished when we all work together, even as participants in this program. Right. Yeah. Well, so let's kind of walk through some of the opportunities that are available. So you've got registered nurse, mm-hmm. the rad tech, as you said, yeah. radiation technology, radiological, radiological imaging, imaging yes. so, which is important, right? I mean, if I've been to children's hospital with my son and his broken body parts, once I've been there multiple number of times mm-hmm. gaining, you know, with MRIs and x-ray technicians. And I mean, these are important. If you don't have these individuals, then that's why people are sitting in waiting rooms waiting to be served because there aren't enough people to to take care of those. That's right. So we have registered nurse, licensed practical nurse, surgical technologist, respiratory therapist, emergency medical technician or EMT, and the radiological imaging sciences role. So, you know, you're thinking about those folks that are working in the clinics, the surgical technologist is the scrub tech that's sitting in the operating room. Yeah. You know, delivery, all kinds of different surgeries. They're all critical, critical components of our healthcare system. Yeah. And so anybody that wants to go through the Upskill NWA program, is there an application process? How do they get involved with that? I mean, and it certainly will make sure that we put connections and links to everything with regard to Upskill NWA in the show notes. And at the end, we'll have Carol share her contact information. But we just, I mean, what is the process? Yes, good. So step one is email info at upskillnwa.com. Okay. Bridget Schultz, who I mentioned before, will be the person that reaches out to you and leads you through the eligibility process because there's uploading of documents and Things like that that are probably pretty standard. Right. But that's step one. Take step one. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Take the leap of faith. Yeah. (laughs) How long does it take to to determine if eligibility and and to determine if somebody is appropriate for the program? It really depends on how quickly the participant uploads the documents that are required to determine eligibility. Okay. So it is a eight-step process, I believe. Yeah. We're constantly trying to refine it and make yeah. it as fast as we can, but it all depends. And I would tell you, Randy, the reality is we have folks that are very interested in the program, but don't finish the eligibility part. Yeah. And golly, you know, I feel like I should have a wait list that's 1,500 people long. Yeah. But we don't because more people need to know about exactly. us or the folks exactly. that start the eligibility process need to finish it. So this is a note to all of those who have begun the process. Just send an email and say you're interested in coming back. Yeah. So we want to talk to you. We want to see if this can work. Yeah. And so just so people understand, this covers the tuition. It covers books. It covers fees, licensing, exam costs, which all can can be quite costly and so much more. Yeah. Required materials. So you think about stethoscopes nursing shoes. We pay for all of those things. And we have- Scrubs maybe. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Scrubs. And then we even have partners out in the community like Dress for Success who orders the exact color that your school requires of your program. So it's really, I think this is a good segue, Randy, to something I will tell you about this model and what makes it so strong Mm -hmm. is if you picture a Venn diagram in these three concentric circles, in one, you have the education partners. So our participants are going to school at Northwest Technical Institute, NWAC, 
or University of Arkansas's medical sciences. Okay. In the next circle, you have our employer partners. So these are the hospital systems here in Northwest Arkansas who are saying, hey, we need you. We support you. We want to interview every single upscale NWA participant that graduates for the roles that we're hiring. Yeah. We need these folks now. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Yeah. And then you have social support. So, well, and before you okay. do that, I want to mention just so people know, Washington Regional are, is one of the employee partners. Mercy, MANA, Northwest Healthcare, and Arkansas Children's Hospital of Northwest Arkansas. That's right. Those are all the employee partners. Yes. So that's basically all of the healthcare providers throughout the corridor here in Northwest <laughs> Arkansas. That's right. So you're going to be working and living right here, yeah. which is really a fantastic opportunity. It is. It? it is. It is. And then you have the social support at the other in the other circle. And so remember I mentioned that this particular population of about 150,000 people here in Northwest Arkansas face significant challenges yeah. across multiple facets. Yep. Food insecurity, housing assistance, we need a powerful network to leverage, a network of resources to leverage against those challenges. And so HARC NWA is our partner and the whole system that we leverage against those challenges. If you then say we sit right in the middle as the coordinator and the collaborator, connecting all of the pieces so that we can get the participant to graduate and be in a job that affects two generations. Sure them and the lives of their children. Yeah. So you need all of that. Yeah. You know, and that was a, a powerful image that you shared about that whole aspect of, and this is why this program is so important. And again, why I want people that are listening to this to really take heed of this. Part of the goal of Upskill NWA is not only to get people matriculated through the program so that they can go on and be amazing healthcare workers, but there is a significant correlation between those individuals finding success within the healthcare field through Upskill NWA that are then also able to not only, that not only benefits them, but it benefits their children and the next generation of kids that they rear and that put them on a firmer foundation where their trajectory to go to college is guaranteed almost, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And if we just look at the data itself, and this was collected by Project Quest in San Antonio, which serves as the model for this program. And they also invest their time in helping us to make sure we get this right. That's awesome. Yes. But what they have shown is that, remember I said they've been in place for 30, 30 years. years. Yeah. And so what they were able to show is that the children of the participants of Project Quest went directly into college at a rate of 70% against a baseline of 45%. Wow. So it's significant. And one of the special high-touch pieces that we have added, Randy, that I was able to tell you about earlier is when we bring the participants in, the new ones that, mm -hmm. that have committed to the program into orientation, we put their cap and gown or a cap and gown there with our upscale NWA banner. And so what we have seen is that the participant puts the gown on and the cap so they can envision themselves graduating, but then they also put it on their children. And yeah. so we have these pictures of these beautiful babies 
who have the cap and gown on, or we have dad and son wearing cap and gown. <laughs> I'm just so special. Yeah, yeah. So special. Well, the imaging on that is 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 amazing, and but yet and still, it's actually quite a very simple process and program. When you, when you break it down, right? You think about it. It's like, oh, well, we're we're just creating an opportunity for people that wouldn't normally have it to, you know, find the career of their dreams, especially as it pertains to healthcare. And beyond that, introduce the idea of working in healthcare to those that may have never even considered it. Yeah, absolutely. This is their introduction to healthcare. I think that's a really great point because I don't think that we intentionally started out that way. Yeah. But the beauty of being a year into this thing is that we're able to identify those really high, high touch, impactful pieces and bring them forward. Sure. Intentionally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it happened organically, but we picked that thing up and, and, and moved it forward. And I get it. I get it. I know some people listening to this might say, well, you know, I really want to go into technology or computers or what have you. And that's fine. I mean, there are different verticals to go into. I remember my mom always telling me when she was younger, she said, you know, I wanted to be a doctor, but I fell out of a tree one day and I saw that blood from my knee and I, I never, I, could sure. ne- I couldn't stand a sight of blood. And I knew that being a doctor wasn't in the cards for me. Right. But for a lot of people, they just don't have any frame of reference around it from a career standard. And it's like, wow, you know, it, A, it's a very noble career to go into mm-hmm. because you, you legitimately, mostly in healthcare, you're helping other people. Right. I mean, that's fundamentally what you're doing. Absolutely. You know, and it it makes a difference in the lives of so many individuals. I can't tell you the number of people that I've talked to that said, man, you know, nurses at the hospice level, you know, when Mm, people are dealing with end of life and palliative care, the difference that they can make in the lives of those individuals that are, you know, at that final stage or their family members. I mean, just imagine the impact that you can have on people in a career like healthcare. Yeah, it's truly. And that's just one example. Yes, yes. And, For me, this has very personal connection, Randy. My mother was in hospice. She passed away from cancer. So we had firsthand experience. Thank you. But firsthand experience of these angels wearing scrubs that were (laughs) serving, you know, my mother in this chair and we're just loving and it very, very special. You're absolutely right. And I think too about um, ICU nurses that were serving my father when he had a massive heart attack Mm -hmm. and he survived that. Um, But it takes a very special person to do this work. Yeah, It is difficult and yet they're drawn to it, (laughs) serving other people, helping them feel better. I mean, you know, I've heard all of the different things. I think, you know, early on, I will tell you, we have about 9% of our population, upskill NWA participants who are Marshallese. Okay. And so one of the questions we asked them is, so tell us what brought you here. Yeah. And we had this mom, this Marshallese mother that said, you know, I want to show my children that there's, their future can be more than this chicken factory. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I say this, I mean, one, I love the chicken factory. Yeah, it's it's not on my there's table all the time. With that. Nothing at all. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. People should have options though. Yeah, right. <laughs> they should have options. And this person wanted to be a nurse because she wanted to speak to her people mm. in their language. She yeah. wanted to be able to because she had been accompanying her mother and father, her aging mother and father to the doctor. And 
she had a lot of frustration because the doctor would, they wouldn't heed what the doctor was telling them to yeah. do. Yeah. And she said, but if the doctor had been Marshallese, maybe they would have listened because this is somebody who knows our culture sure. and our language and can speak to them in the way that they may take that information, and do something about it. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of different kind of factors here. And boy, I wish I had the time to tell you about all of them because there's some really amazing I'm sure there human are. beings in this group. And you're going to, I mean, every year you're going to continue to see this grow. I mean, like you said, right now you're, you're taking in about 85 people a year yes. for people that are listening to this, understand that this project quest, which has been doing this for 30 years. And the goal is that upskill NWA will have even a marginal amount of success the way that Project Quest has. Yes, They've yeah. got 2,000 people in their program at a time. That's so right. the potential for this is huge. And with Northwest Arkansas growing at the rate that it's growing, we only hope that Upskill NWA can be that successful because it, it will be needed. Yes, The services that you're providing right now will be needed. And that it'll, it's just a matter of time before you look up and it's like, well, we've got 300 people going through the program at That's once. Right. Now we've got 500. Because the need is great. And, is. and so there's going to be some tremendous opportunities and some holes that Upskill NWA will be able to fill that will make a difference here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, that's exactly right. And my approach, Randy, has been in the first year to really prove out the business case for why Upskill NWA should be supported by local dollars. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so, yep. you know, if we look at just year 2022, I mentioned we kicked off on January 11th with 100 participants. Of those 100 participants, we had 18 that graduated. The other ones are still in program somewhere. We offer certificates, associate's degrees, bachelor's degrees, so the graduation dates are staggered. Sure, But sure. if we look at those 18 that graduated between June and August, what we have seen is that 17 of them were placed with our employer partners within the first 90 days. And I will tell you, most of them were placed while they were still in their, still clinicals. In their clinicals. I, I mean, it's yeah. just the demand is so significant. Right. But our goal is 90 days, and we definitely met that. Then when you look at just the dollars and cents of this thing, of those 18, the average income was $17,500 when they joined Upskill. Right. After they were placed within the hospital systems where they wanted to work, their average income was $53,800. That's a 3X. Yeah, right. <laughs> Even bigger than we thought it right. was going to be. And it equated to a financial impact in Northwest Arkansas within eight months of $617,000. My gosh. And that doesn't even account for what it did for those families. Although we saw it, we were at the graduation to see mom walking across the stage and little kiddos sitting watching her. I mean, it's just very special. Yeah. yeah and he's huge. We got to keep doing this. Yeah, we well, know what well, we have to. And and so I guess a couple of my questions that I that just came up as I'm listening to this, and, and maybe these might be some of the same questions that some of our listeners might have, is that say I go through this program as a, a, a radiological technician and I and I complete it. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to go back and become an RN. Am I able to take a second bite at the apple through Upskill NWA, or is it just one opportunity and that's it? 
It depends on the income level. Okay. So you're more likely to be a licensed practical nurse, which starts at the lower end of the pay grade. Sure. And still be eligible because of your income to move into a higher level program. Okay. I'll tell you, there's there's so many things that are shifting out there right now in terms of bridge programs. So to go from one program up, stepping up into another one that we are already having conversations with participants who say, gosh, I was a this, but now can I be a that? Yeah. So yeah. So we are engaging in those conversations. And I think another good thing to note is if you don't make it the first time, so we have upskill NWA participants who maybe don't get into the program that they want. We work with them to retain them so that they can try again the next time the program opens. So it's not a one and done. Yeah. You know, we want the participant to graduate and we want to do everything we can to help support them. Also, I think it's important to note, and I, I want to make sure that I, that I don't leave this conversation without saying this. This is not an entitlement program. Yeah. Upskill NWA is a hand up. Yeah. It comes with agreements, contractual agreements between the participant and upskill. They agree to graduate or they pay us back. That's a big note. Okay. That is part of the accountability of this program, which is not just a let me throw money at you program. Right. The educator partners give us access to our students where they go to school. So we're on site working with our participants as they're going to school, which I think is really important. Our healthcare providers, which I mentioned, they're the ones saying, look, we'll interview everybody who graduates. So there's there's contractual agreements and that's significant. We talked about, and I mentioned about this integrated workforce development program. Mm -hmm. And I talked about collaborating and connecting. What it looks like, Randy, is that we have an ecosystem of support that's built out there to serve the needs of the participant. I mentioned before, dress for success. They do amazing career readiness work. Yeah. And so when I became the president and CEO, I'd had such amazing experiences myself with Dress for Success that I immediately reached out to them and said, hey, would you guys mind doing your career readiness for our upscale NWA participants? And we've done it for two years now. Okay. Which is awesome. Yeah. We work with Mark Foster that's over at Credit Counselors of Arkansas to do the budget meetings with our participants. I mean, we're always looking for partners who are already out there doing really great things to help people kind of build soft skills as an example mm -hmm. and bring them into this ecosystem so that one thing that that I would say has been a primary focus of mine besides proving out the business case Randy has been that we that we create a community and collaborate and connect and coordinate to help this person be successful we're not out as an organization to do this thing by ourselves. Mm -hmm. There's a tremendous spirit of collaboration right here in Northwest Arkansas. There is indeed. Right? We talk about it all the time. Yeah. And we just have to reach out there and connect with it. Yeah. So anybody who wants to be a partner with us, please email and I'll give my information. <laughs> yes. Carol.morales 
at upskillnwa.com because I want to talk to you. You can refer the people that you serve in your organization to the people that are serving, you know, Upskill NWA on this side of it. We can go back and forth. And there's so much that we can do together. Well, I mean, given that this is a, a newer program and I'm using air quotes here, the potential for collaboration is excellent. There's yes. all kinds of opportunities. You've already, you've already, you know, done it with Dress for Success and credit counseling. I mean, you're, you're, so it, all that says to me is that you're looking from a holistic level right. at these participants, not just how many can we push through this program and be able to say, oh, well, yeah, we've got 85 here and a hundred next year or whatever. You're like, no, we want this to be an unqualified success yes. across the board. Not Absolutely. that you come in and you matriculate through the program and become a healthcare professional, but that you're a healthcare professional that has, has acquired the soft skills necessary. Maybe you've gotten your financial house in order. All of a sudden, everything looks totally different than it did maybe, I don't know, 24, 36 months prior That's before right. you got into the program. Absolutely right. I could not have said that better myself. Yeah. This is a better person that is more fully equipped to handle more money, yeah. more responsibility, yeah. and all the stuff that they were already carrying around, like family obligations and church obligations and whatever they are. You name it. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, all the dynamics that you brought up on this episode are important, whether you're Marshallese or African-American or Latinx or, or white, it doesn't matter. No. There is an opportunity for you to take part in this program and improve your position in life drastically. Yes. You know, and so I think that's great. And and I, and you did bring up something that was really important that I do want to make sure that we reemphasize, which is that this is not an entitlement program. <laughs> you can start this program and if you don't finish, you're going to have to pay back the money. So it's not a free for all and, you know, a free lunch or anything like that. There is a significant investment that is being made in you and that you have to make back to the program. That's right. To pay it forward. Right. Randy, right. My gosh. I and the pay it forward here in my mind is what you said earlier about, don't even think about the next person that goes through the program. You're paying it forward to the next generation of your family. Yes. That's the pay it forward That's that we're right. talking about. That's right. Right. And then everything else will work itself out. Yeah. Yeah. In our current cohort, we have 60% are first generation college students. Yeah. I can imagine. I'm always amazed. Like, I mean, I, I have a family. I mean, my family, we've, we were folks were going to school even in the late 1800s, which was unheard of for African-Americans back yes. then. But I mean, I just never thought, I always knew I was going to college. It was just like a given. But I talk to a lot of people that are like first generation and I, and I see the pride in their face when they share that. And they tell me the stories of what it was like to go to school and to not, not be able to relate it to a parent or a grandparent that had already come before them and gone to college. And mm -hmm. so- it's important to know that it has to start somewhere. That's right. Why and, not you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And keep building it from there. And, and Upskill NWA has put together a wonderful program that will afford you that opportunity to start now and build a legacy for yourself and for your children and for your children's children. That's right. Yeah. So I love that. Great. Well, Carol, you have really... Just, you know, it, this is an eye opener and I'm so glad that we finally had a chance to sit down and talk about Upskill NWA and everything that you're doing. And, and I hope that people understand the why behind this program and that this isn't just something that came out of thin air, mm -mm. that, you know, the Accelerate Foundation, along with the Walton Family Foundation, has decided that, you know, this is good soil. Upskill NWA is really good soil and they've invested $3 million into that soil 
and you could be a part of the growth that's going to take place in this program over the coming years. And it is, you know, we we have a program, we have an example that we can look at, which is the Project Quest program and look at how successful that's been for multi-generations. Mm-hmm. And now we're, that whole mindset and that type of program has been brought here to Northwest Arkansas so we can all benefit. So that as we continue to grow this area, as 32 new people a day continue to move to Northwest Arkansas, as we go from half a million people to a million people by 2045, one of the fastest growing MSAs in the country, we will have the workforce here that will be able to do the work that's needed in every vertical, but especially in the healthcare vertical as we continue to get older in our communities and as we continue to see each generation successively continue to grow. So I think it's important. Absolutely. Yeah. So any final words that you have before we close? I think I would, you know, give you my sincere appreciation, Randy. Oh, we're so new. Yeah. And so (laughs) being able to have these conversations, being able to have this conversation has been phenomenal. Yeah. I, I would leave here with saying it's not a me thing or right. an upskill thing. It is really the participant that defines this program sure. and their success. Yeah. We're just very honored to be that support system for them. Yep. To be able to help them overcome these obstacles. I mean, we know that there's institutional barriers sometimes. Yeah. There's societal barriers. And to be able to be part of an organization that really prides itself on lifting others up. Yeah. It's a very, very special thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so honored to do this. And there, there's the, and I'll add one more barrier. There's also even mental and emotional barriers yes. that inhibit people from saying, thinking that they can do something like this. And, and I want everybody to hear me very clearly. You can do this. Even if somebody has told you in the past that college just isn't in the cards for you, or that, you know, that's a pipe dream. That pipe dream is actually called Upskill NWA. That's right. And you need to take advantage. Yeah. For people (laughs) who think I can't afford it. Right. I have to work. Yeah. Talk to us. Yes. Let us show you how you can. Listen, I tell my sons all the time, you have not because you ask not. And Mm -hmm. even if you think that, oh, no, my situation is unique and they just won't be able to help me. You don't know until you ask. So you need to reach out to Carol and her team because I'm sure they'll be happy to talk with you about the many different ways that you can get into and go through and matriculate through the Upskill NWA program. Yeah. And thrive. And thrive. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Well, listen, guys, check them out. Check out Upskill NWA at UpskillNWA.com. And one of the emails that Carol gave was info at UpskillNWA.com. But then also your email address is... Carol dot dot Morales. And that's M-O-R-A-L-E-Z. That's correct. Yep. At at UpskillNWA.com. And we'll put all that in the show notes, but that that was perfect. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And, you know, we're excited to see where Upskill ends up and what this program means to this community. And I bet you when we look back in five or 10 years, we'll be amazed at the number of graduates that have gone through the program. And, you know, maybe one day I'll be sitting in well, I hope I, I don't like hospitals, but if I have to go, maybe I'll look up and I'll see somebody that's gone through the upskill program and I'll be like saying, yes, yeah, I know you I were, remember you, when. I remember when. Yeah. So, but thank you so much, Carol. We really appreciate it. We will definitely have you back here 
to share some some more of the exploits of Upscale NWA in the future. We appreciate all the work that you're doing in our community, and we want to thank you. Oh, I appreciate it so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Not a problem. Not a problem. Well, folks, that's another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, please visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for free for our newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Make sure you sign up today. You can also follow the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week for another new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.